This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. 220,000 years ago, a man named Ga recounted a story about falling into a pit of tar to his friend Flug. Flug chuckled. Tar. <laughs> Always been funny. First funny people talking ever. My name is Delia Folk. I'm the co-founder of The Style That Binds Us, and I would rather eat meat than listen to funny people talking. No offense to the carnivores out there, but I am a vegetarian, and later on you'll hear more about that. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Funny People Talking. I'm Mark Rakel. I'm one of your hosts. And not with me today is Daniel Beckman. Uh, we miss you, Danielle. Not with me today is our producer, Elsie. We miss you, Elsie. With me today, which is the opposite of not with me today, is my good friend and uh, my former co-host of Monkey Radio with Mark, which was the first iteration of this show before we rebooted it. And we've had many good times, many laughs, many guests, many crazy times uh, together. Uh, that is Mr. Ben Rose. He is in the studio with me today. Hello, Mr. Mark. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. It is good to be here. It's good to have you here. Thanks. So, hey, buddy. Thanks Thank for you. joining me. Um, uh, as I, I mentioned in our previous episode, Ben was just delightfully uh, able to move a schedule around in, uh, in all sincerity to, uh, to be here and, and fill in. And, and what a filling you are. I'm so Happy sorry it didn't to. work out for you, Danielle. Ben's back. No, no, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But you are, and I mean this genuinely, truly, from the bottom of my heart, recording or not, you are welcome with glee back in with us at any point in time, whether or not Danielle and Elsie are here. Thank you. We would love to have you join in any day. Thank you. Okay. I might just take you up on that. And may okay. I say, I love your glasses. Do you? I love them. Thank you. You guys can't see them, but they got this white inlay. It's just really Thanks. nice. Thanks. I it, like those. When I got them, I felt like I was reinventing. I'm like, I'm going to look different now. Right? <laughs> I, I'm going to look different now because I wanted to like make that choice, that arty choice, <laughs> that fashion statement. Speaking of fashion, in the studio – see what I did there, Ben? That was really good. In the studio I with our, <laughs> our guest today is – now, I'm probably not going to give this its proper due, but if I was to size it up in a really, really uninformed way, I would say that our guest is a fashion consultant. But I think that's kind of like saying Picasso was a painter or a baseball player, someone who hits a ball with a bat. It's not it, – it's technically true. But it really doesn't encompass the world of what they do and what they know. So uh, her name is Delia Folk. Uh, I'm so happy that you're here with us, Delia. I, I met you recently actually for a business discussion and I was so taken by your energy. I immediately said, what are you doing Thursday? So <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. And she, she does have literally one of the biggest smiles and yes. pretty smiles that our guests have ever had in this studio. I'm not kidding. And her boots. I wish you could see them. I don't know if they're a whole alligator or not, but they are high. <laughs> so uh, welcome. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to the show. I'm very happy to have you here, Delia. Hi. Thank you for having me. 
having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Just feel like she's just a little girl awesome of energy, right? <laughs> Love it. Okay. So Delia, what is the proper way to size up what it is that you do? Well, exactly as you said before, we do so many things. So I am the co-founder of The Style That Binds Us. It is with your... With my mom. Yeah. It is a lifestyle brand. My mom's name is Allison, and I'm Delia. Shout out to Allison. Hey, peeps. So she is a stylist. Do you call your mother Beebs? We call each other BB. We, it's very strange. That's hilarious. I know. It's very confusing. And then other people have started calling us BB, but that's... Interesting. Not... That's not right. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. That's messing up the flow. Or we'll call ourselves BB. So it's all this, it's a very confusing concept. But back to what the company is. So she's a personal wardrobe stylist. And I, as you said, am a brand consultant working with emerging brands, helping them to navigate the crazy landscape of retail that y'all talk about on Fashion Is Your Business podcast. Ah, one of the other shows I, I host. That's so nice of you to... See that plug right that there? That's good. Right in the heart of our audience. <laughs> Thank you. And we have a YouTube channel and podcast. Great. And there you'll find style awesome. tips, industry interviews, and travel vlogs. Great. All right. We will unpack all of that more uh, later in the show. Glad to have you here. I, I just feel like this is going to be the best show ever, Ben. I'm feeling really good, too. <laughs> um, and, and I have to say, Delia, you remind me so much, and I say this truly with love and respect, okay? You're like, to me, and I hope, I really hope I'm not going to offend her. <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to offend you. It's like you are like, you, 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 you speak the energy of like a very energetic, like cotillion, southern bell kind of hostess. You know that 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 you make me think of of, of chiffon and and uh, and mint juleps and and sunshine and all those things and that's that's the energy I feel from you a little bit. Does that strike you properly, or have I missed the mark entirely and insulted you? Well, did you know where I was from? No. Well, I can hear a twang. <laughs> I'm from Alabama, so maybe maybe that's where that comes from. Anyway, glad to have you here. So we'll more more from Delia in a moment. But before that, I do have a question for you, Ben. Okay. So, I, you know, we, we mentioned Delia's um, alligator looking boots. I don't know if they're real or not, but they appear – they are alligator or snake or something. What are they? I would say snakes. Okay. Let's go with snakes in. So you, my friend, mm -hmm. that is an outfit. That's all I have to say. Okay. That is an outfit. You are head to toe, fluorescent orange leather. I didn't have a choice. And I don't think that's a biker outfit. No, it's I, not. It's, it's really more of a onesie. Yeah, it's got footsies. See? I, I know. Leather footsies. You don't yeah. see that too often. And if you look at the bottom of the footsies, I got these grip pads. Wow. So Wait, these... what do those spell? Those grip pads spell something. Uh, they, they spell king. King. But backwards. Oh. So it's gink. Nick. That was a problem. Um, yeah, with the getting these made. <laughs> was that your nickname as a teen? No, no. Uh, and it wasn't King either. But uh, <laughs> yeah. was it Queen? <laughs> no, it well, okay, wasn't. Okay, sorry. Not that, that there's was, anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I love Queen. Um, I do too. Yeah, Queen's the best. But they have the grip thing, so you can't slide on them, which takes the footsie thing and onesie thing a little uh, a little less fun. This, you know, there is nothing like someone in a leather onesie with traction. Correct. 
Correct. But I like to create, like when you're on the subway, you know, and you're not holding on to anything, you create, you know, you can just like dig in with your footsie. It's like you're on a snowboard. Oh, you work on your balance and you utilize your core and you get, you don't fall into other people. That's what I do anyway. I don't know. (laughs) So, so what motivates you? Is is it all about the, like, like you need the traction and the rest of the outfit goes with it? Well, it's called uni traction. Because it's a one piece, right? So is it only on one foot? Is that why it's unitraction? No, no, no. It's just because it's a one full thing. Oh, I you see. Know? There's no two piece to this. Well, you know, it's weird. I don't actually see any way you got in that thing. Well, I don't. I, let's just put it this way: I didn't get it into it by myself. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> There's a man named Harry on Bleecker yeah. Street. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. I uh, yeah, thank you for I like acknowledging. It. I mean, it's kind of hard not to, I guess. Well, I mean, it's fluorescent orange. It's fluorescent. Well, oh, unless it was a brighter. It was a. Did it fade or? No, but if I click this button, see all these lights that go on? Nope. Like a walk. Oh, there it is. There it is. Well, okay. oh, shit, it's intermittent. Anyway, uh, like a broken Christmas tree. Oh, the king lights the up. That's kind of weird. You have traction with Oh, that does that. light up. That's yeah. stupid. That's no one's going to see that. I know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, this, maybe. this was a terrible investment. <laughs> so, anyway, well, thank you very much. Before we uh, begin the show, I was wondering if you uh, maybe had a health tip for us. Or uh, nutrition or exercise fitness tip. Well, I don't. Uh, ben, by the way, is a personal trainer amongst being an actor, stand-up comedian, producer, and voiceover artist. I don't. I don't have a tip myself. But no. One of my friends is here. Oh, who's here? You want to come in? Oh. Yeah. Hi. No, no, you can come in. Come on, it's okay. Come in. Are you sure? Yeah. Come in already, right, please. Right. All right, I'm just here. How you doing here? Oh, hi. Harry Humstrut's the name. Harry, 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 yeah. Hi, Harry. Yeah, I'm a saxophone player here in the You're city. You're a saxophone I'm a jazz player. player, predominantly. Jazz yeah, player, yeah. yeah. You know, I played all the hits. You know, yeah. I'm here, East Coast, West Coast, and right up the middle. <laughs> yeah, so you, you have a fitness tip? Or well, I have a fitness tip because, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're blowing a horn all day, you've yeah. got to keep your lungs healthy. You sure do. All right. So what you do now is yeah. you find yourself on a treadmill. Yes, you or do. Or some kind of a elliptical or fitness cardio machine. <laughs> Yeah. And what you're going to do there is do 12 pumps. 12 pumps. On an incline of 3.5 at a 4-degree angle, right? It's got to be 12. So it's a 4-degree angle to 3.5 incline. Figure that one out, folks. Math is not my strong suit. We're going to take that speed up to 3. Wow, okay. Maybe 3.5. Okay. And we just thrust in and out. Thrust and thrust, thrust in and, and out thrust. like that. Yeah. And it gets the belly. And sometimes the belly gets in the way there, but you get it out. Yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the tip. That's my tip. That's your tip. That's my tip. You all right there? You don't don't have a gig tonight, do you? No, I'm good. Okay. (laughs) Nothing tonight. That's a pretty good tip, though. All right. Well, thank you, Harry. Well, why don't you go uh, collect yourself and maybe sit on the ground or something? Yeah, go to see how we get some water. Okay. Can can you get him some water out there? All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, Harry. Goodbye. Is he going to be all right there? Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, he doesn't take care of himself. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. Well, uh, maybe we should start the show. We should probably start the show. Are you doing all right? I'm fine. Excellent. But you know what I'd love to do? What's that? Start the show. Let's start the show. From the Mouth Media Network Studios in New York City. And from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. All right, everybody, we're here. Funny People Talking. Our guest is Delia Folk. She is the queen of fashion consult show. How's that? Is that your new title? Right Fabulous. There? Queen of fashion consult show. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, and uh, of course I'm here with Ben Rose. Glad to have you here. Before we get started with the show, a quick piece of housekeeping as per usual. We have our appeal to Tina Fey on the show. We always uh, give a, uh, a quick shout out to the comedy gods, ask them for their help in bringing and delivering Tina Fey to our doorstep, or at least on the phone, or maybe an email message, anything will do. We're not really picky, and quite frankly, our standards are lowering every day. But we'll, but uh, we would love Tina Fey to be a part of it. I, I know that'll that's a motivator yeah. right there. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to give a prayer. If anyone here wishes to join in, no pressure. You're welcome to do that. Uh, the more energy, the better. But I just need to get this out of the way. So, Tina Fey, please come on the show. We would love anything you can do. Tina Fey on the show anytime. I would love to see you here. Amen. Hold that the whole time. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See you soon, Tina. All right. Ben. Mark. Good. Delia. Hi. Yeah. All right. So we've gone around the room. I'm going to start with you, Ben. Okay. <laughs> what, what is going on in your life these days? Have, uh, you know, every time I walk through the city, mm-hmm. I never know what's going to happen. Right. I never know who I'm going to run into. Mm-hmm. I never know when I'm going to fall. I never know who's going to bang into me, which seems to be the biggest thing. I cannot bring my lap. Okay. I'm one of those fools who brings their laptop on the subway to work. Uh, to work on the subway because oh. I need that hour or 45 minutes on the subway. I need it for work. I yeah. can't waste an hour and a half to two hours a day just riding the subway. Even though it's great, like, you know, People alone self care time, I, I need that time for work. So I do it. Now I'm on the subway. I'm sitting as far back on the seat as I can. My laptop is as close to my abdomen as I can. I have the screen tilted in as far as I can and still see it. And people still find a way to slam into it and almost – one guy today literally got off the seat. Like I sat down. I was carrying my, my laptop because I walked up one train on another. I'd been working. Sat down. And as I sat down, he realized, oh, my God, this is my stop. And he got up so fast. His bag literally pulled my laptop off and I caught it. Ugh. And he ran off and he kind of looked back like, oh, sorry. But you know what I realized? If that had gone flying and smashed into the wall, he wouldn't have come back no. and said, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. How can we take care of this? Let's get that fixed. I'm responsible. He would have left and go, oh, well, stupid jerk had his laptop on the subway. What are you going to do? That's my belief. I don't know him, but that's what I think. So doesn't sound like a very nice guy. It didn't seem like a very nice moment. No. Then. But that happens. So you never know what's going to happen. You never know. What situation you're going to end up with. You never know if you're going to sit in a bar with your leg up on the table and the owner's going to come in and yell at you. <laughs> like you never and, know. Me and Ben one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my man. God. So, Ben, I actually wasn't even going to tell the story. Ben tell and I, it. Ben and I were in a uh, – I'm not sure if I can recount it properly because too many years ago. But Ben and I were in a restaurant. I wish I could remember. I would say it on here. And we were in a restaurant. There weren't that many people. And we were mm-hmm. having a drink or and guacamole, actually. Yeah. And – um I don't know why I just pointed at Delia like guacamole had some. You know, guacamole. Kid. Yes, come on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's weird. I said, I don't know if I'll be able to remember. First thing I said was I remember what we ate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we're back. sitting there and Ben has his leg partially up on the wooden bench. Yeah. I should point out. Yeah. So it's not fabric. It's wooden, right? Is that wooden. right? Yep. And there's a guy comes in. 
And he was he he looked like he should be the middle, like the assistant manager at a Hertz rental car. <laughs> That's in in Topeka. Yes. Okay, like 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 in Topeka's second best Hertz rental car. Right, second best. Yes. So anyway, he came in. That's a fair description of him, right? Uh, that definitely. kind of greasy kind of, okay. So he came in and sat down and he looked at Ben and he said very rudely, I think, very sharply, like, could you could you take your foot off of there? Yeah. I should mention Ben didn't go, why, I'd have no problem with that. Sure, let me do that. <laughs> ben was like, I don't remember exactly what words in your mouth, but my recollection is you were kind of like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I think you were in an ornery mood that day or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, but you were just like, it's wood. What am I doing? You know, I said like, something like that. Yeah. I'm it's like, it's wood. wood. <laughs> And he was like, I don't remember what he said, but he was like a super, super jerk about it. Aggressive about it. Very and, aggressive. And they sat down next to us. Yeah. And he started working on his accounting. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, first of all, mind your own business. Yeah. And second of all, I should say, I was also nursing an injury. So I had to keep my leg. That's in. what it was. You had to. Because it hurt to put it back down. So what did you do? I left it right up on you that. put it right back up on the That's right. right. I did. So, my bench. So we complained to the manager. He was the owner or whatever, but we the, like the floor manager. Didn't didn't we get a little uh, gift certificate out of it? Yeah, which we never, never used. We never want to go back. <laughs> anyway, so anything can happen in this city. What has happened lately to you, man? I was knocking everybody's my umbrella today on the subway, and not intentionally, <laughs> but this thing over here. I stopped by. I bought like an expensive umbrella. I spent like $70 on an umbrella because I was like, oh, I don't want to buy these cheap ones anymore. I'm just going to spend the money and get a good one. Well, you know what? It broke. Did you, a... really, did you really buy a $70 umbrella? It wasn't that much. It was like 55, 57, 60 or something. That's why I don't spend real money on sunglasses. I will lose or break them in like two I got, seconds. I got a great story about that too. Okay. But that's for you. All right. But I ended Let's up... Let's tell all the accessory stories. All accessory stories because it's all about fashion. <laughs> and this It's thing, just for you, Delia. This thing kind of like on its own, if I... Do it enough. Like, it'll just, like, spring out on its own. That's not fair. <laughs> By the way, that thing, excuse me, I mean, not to not to make fun of your selection of an umbrella, that does not seem to be worth $55. Just this is a- not the $55 <laughs> umbrella. Oh, okay. And if you'll notice, the fine metal around it is already just peeling yeah. ever so slightly. Now, I bought this when it started to rain, and the second I bought it, it stopped raining. It was one of those things. If you don't live here in New York, you're probably not familiar with yeah. that. Or if you live in an area where it rains a lot and stops intermittently. But it was real a pain in the ass. So I spent 10 bucks on this. Shame. And on the subway today, when I was just minding my own business, snowboarding in the middle, as I mentioned earlier, like I yes. do for balance and core work, yeah. because that's what you should do. Core work is very invaluable. That's your tip of the day from me, yeah. uh, rather than Harry, is it would pop out and it hit a guy <laughs> like as he's sitting down and it hit him in the knee. And I didn't acknowledge it at first because I was like, hey, you know what? I'm trying not to fall, so I'm just going to ignore it. So I kind of like pushed it back in, which should have been enough acknowledgement that obviously you know it hit him, but I didn't like that. So it did it again, and I'm like, oh, sorry. And he just gave me this look like, you're the worst human being that's ever come into my existence. And I'm like, you know what? Cool, man. I get it. So I kind of – I moved. 
And then this woman came next to me and like not popping out this time, but like I just kept bumping into her with it and not because of any reason. And then I literally thought on the subway, oh, I'll tell this on the show today because it'll be interesting for the five seconds that it was interesting. It's not really an interesting I story. love the random umbrella pop, though. It's just, oh, you know, geez, so sorry. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. It's just too bad it didn't hit you in the eye because clearly you're taking it way too personal. You know, I would think that that would be great exercise, the constant pulling the umbrella back in. It's like the uh, shake weight. Yeah. Yeah, except it's pop in, pull in, pop in, pull in. Yeah. It's for your, 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 your low-rent gym, you see. You, your low-rent gym. You don't have real exercise things, you see. So you got your broken umbrellas right? in the corner there. And then you get the the uh, the free weights, which I which I call them uh, soda bottles full of ice. Well, those are for taking. Those are, oh, you those take are those. For well, no, drink. the great thing is, is you exercise with them, and then the heat from your hand melts the ice, and then you got a drink. We charge a buck fifty for them if you don't exercise. Wait, the weights made out of ice? It's made out of ice. I'm very confused now. All right. So, and then there's one more exercise thing that I love. Mm. What it is is uh, is is everybody tries to punch each other, but they just miss. So there's a lot of it's calisthenics, you see. It's, oh, it's, I it's, see. It's cardiac. A lot of uh, cardio. cardio. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's a cardiac for me. Here, are you guys talking about finishing in? I got some more tips. Get out of here, Harry. No one wants to talk to us. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Anyhow, that's a crazy uh, tale there, buddy. Well, it was a little scary. I mean, it's never too scary. I've had, in, I mean, like we all have run-ins in the city. Yeah. You know, you. I know you've had some rough ones. Oh my god! You've had a you had a really bad one that I don't that know one. if we need to get into. No, I. To, I think I. Yeah, I think I made, we told I it. Didn't hold it on this show? I think. Yeah, I think you did. did. That was bad. That man. was crazy. That was um, that was pretty. Did I ever tell you the story? Of, I mean, I don't see. I'm worried. I've told it on this show already. Um, you should be worried. I don't know if I ever told it. Not the story you were talking about. Did I ever tell you the story about when I got hit by snowballs? No. By some hooligans? No, no, it's not. Okay. Bad like the other story. Okay. So one time I was in Brooklyn. I was actually went to an audition mm-hmm. and it was it was winter and I was walking home and or going to the subway and I passed an intersection. It had sort of freshly snowed. There was a good amount of snow. And I saw a bunch of teenagers uh throwing snowballs and collecting snowballs. And 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 as I I had like a you know winter Coat on, and I, as I, I walk away from, I pass the intersection. I walk away from. I felt a snowball hit the back of me, and you know, I, I felt a little bit Bill Murray-ish in growing up Groundhog Day. Ah, you scallywags, you know. <laughs> but but I kind of turned around, I kind of looked at him, like all right. And then another one skittered by me, and I realized these are like ice balls. Mm-hmm. And I realized this is not playful winter hee 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 time. These are like hooligans that are throwing snowballs at a man walking on the street. It's not cool. And it was right at a moment where I had been living in New York just long enough where I had had enough of being taken advantage of by New York. Mm-hmm. I had that moment that a lot of New Yorkers have if they move here, whereas they're not innocent anymore. And yeah, they, and, stuff's and happened. The, it's when you stop getting out of other people's way on the sidewalk and you start maintaining your own course yeah. and other people get out of your way now. That moment that happens, yeah. you're a New Yorker mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind. You know what I mean? The moment you say to the guy at the bagel shop, gosh, I don't have enough money. Could I bring it to tomorrow? And Instead like, of saying, oh, sorry, just leave it. I'm so sorry. Totally. Instead you go, hey, can I still take this? I'll bring the money tomorrow. You're a New Yorker. You know, all this stuff, whatever. The minute you get out of a subway and the people are standing, you go, get out of my way! 
Yep. You're a New Yorker instead of going, excuse me, excuse me. So uh, there's nothing wrong with being polite. Don't misunderstand me. So, so I had had enough. So I, I turn around at them. And 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 what you probably don't know about me, Delia, is I came to New York as an actor. So that was actually what brought me to New York was as a, a I'd gotten a certain place in my acting. I was doing some things and and uh, and so I, I I turned them. I went up to them with my best. I wasn't wearing these glasses. My best mafia, authoritative mob boss persona darkened my face just really. And I went up to him and I was like, you better know your enemy before you th- throw something at him or you try to – something something along those lines, like know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You better be careful, something like that. And I, I, and I kind of saw their face. They just hadn't expected it. I don't know if I scared the bejesus out of them, but I'm saying it, it, was, it wasn't like why – it was – so I turn around. I start walking away. I'm like, I wonder if that'll work. And, and, and then I heard him say – Oh, it's the police. It's a cop. And I turned around and I wanted to turn around and go like, no, it was mafia. Like, <laughs> you know, damn. Didn't work. They thought it was the cop. Oh, that's disappointing. They didn't respect me. Yeah, I know. It's like they would have respected the it's mafia, ridiculous. but not the cop at all, unfortunately. So. Yeah, that's really ridiculous. Anyway, that. that's that, that, that happens. So, all right, listen, let's play an improv game, shall we? Close out this segment and we'll get to, to talking about Delia and what she does. So, Ben, earlier I charged you with the thought of recalling any of the games that we used to play. And there's no pressure, honestly, but I didn't know if there was one that you preferred to to, to revisit. This is one of those times in life where I'm glad the pressure isn't heavy because not only did I not think of one, I literally just blanked out on okay. any idea. Okay. So I have an idea. Okay. Uh, it, it, not because I was holding on to this, but it's just it's the one game that I think we both can probably remember easily. Okay, and and I, 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 actually I'm going to give a choice of two games that I know you remember. All right. Okay, <clears throat> and I'm going to let Delia choose which one it is, without knowing what the game is. I'm going to give you two choices. What would Arnold do, or the eh, news? So. What would Arnold do or the eh, news? Your choice, Delia. No and more context? No more context and then I'll explain what the game is. I'm, this is not a gotcha thing. It's just that it's more fun if you don't know what it is. What would Arnold do? Okay. Okay. She probably should have chose the other one. Huh? That was <laughs> open. So I don't even know what the other one is. You don't know what the other one is? Oh, you don't know what the other one is? And oh, well, let's do the other one. Okay, yeah. I'll tell you what, what what Arnold do, but we'll play if you don't remember. If no, you don't, maybe don't. you didn't even play this one. Maybe we might not. have made it up when John was on the show. God, I um, teach. I... So, uh, so what would Arnold do? By the way, is we all have to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. It doesn't matter if you're good at it or not. And basically, we put Arnold in an everyday situation, and we have to have. Arnold in that situation. So Arnold could be in a, uh, you know, working at McDonald's, you know. Hello, would you like fries with that? Hey, you get down, you know, all that stuff, right? So the eh, news is basically you're a news reporter in the field. So there's two people playing. One is in the studio. One is out in the field uh, reporting on a situation. And it's usually a situation that really isn't a news story at all. You know, like the... uh, the cat stole the remote. 
you know and that's like you know or like the grass is finally growing Mm -hmm. you know or i forgot my toothbrush or something like that but it's like it's a big live news story so we throw it from the studio to the person in the field and they're reporting like it is the groundbreaking like they gotta make it into a big thing they're reporting from the field maybe talking to witnesses the whole thing that's the News. Fair enough? Yes. Okay. Love it. So how about you and I start out and then okay. we'll do one with Delia as well. So Delia, what we want from you is what that everyday normal situation is that probably is not something that would be worth a news report. And and then Ben and I will report on it. We ran out of hamburgers. Great. We ran out of hamburgers. Okay. Thank you. So I'll be in the studio. I'll throw it to you in the field. Okay. And that's why we found a walnut that looked like Nixon. We are here at FPT News, and uh, oh, it looks like we have a breaking news story out there on Highland Drive. Uh, We're going to throw it to our reporter in the field, Ben Rose. Uh, Ben, what can you tell us about the situation as it is developing on Highland Drive? Well, it's almost impossible to describe. Why don't you try? All right. Here we go. Hamburgers are aloof. There are a major amount of hamburgers that have not been delivered to many different establishments here in the city. And frankly, there is no need to worry because I'm seeing a truck in... That's not it. That's a bun truck. It's not a meat truck. Again, we got a real problem here, Mark. There is no meat or hand or hamburgers for these buns. And everyone in the district is confused and worried. And frankly, does anyone know? Nobody knows. Ben, we have a question from our producers. Is it that there are not enough hamburgers or is there an excess of buns? That is a great question. Uh, It looks like, and don't quote me on this, now we're getting mustard packets. I can't even keep up with what's going on here. It must be the buns. So again, everybody, according to Ben Rose. (laughs) Not the pickles. Mark, can you still hear me? It's, it's getting dangerous down here. I was going to directly quote you, but I can't remember what you said. Uh, <laughs> uh, get out of there. <laughs> All right. Are you there, Mark? Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sorry. Are I'm you so, there? Okay. You I'm trying out. to still figure this out. Uh, I, I had a question for you. I heard that there's a... You heard? <laughs> what did you hear? Hold on. He might know about the hamburgers, Mark. There's a helicopter filled with hot dogs. Hot dogs? That's about, it's it's actually a... Uh, Ooh, all right. They don't want hot dogs. They want their hamburgers. It's the dog copter is, is coming in. Uh, uh, there it is. I see it. The dog copter. <laughs> it's about to land. It's, it's landing right now. Now, I'm warning you. If people don't... See, they're jumping on the helicopter. They're taking it down. This is... Look. Oh, God. They're killing... It's they're madness. killing Terry. Terry! Get out of the... Oh, God! Mark, what have you done? What have you done? Why am I here? Why did you send Terry? They're killing him! Oh! It seems we've lost Ben. (laughs) We may come back for more coverage later, but for right now, it's my lunchtime, and I have a hamburger waiting in the kitchen. More later. Back to all my children. (laughs) (laughs) Very nicely done, sir. You totally understand this game. I love it. Thank you. That was so funny. All right. So let's go ahead and have you do it. And do you mind being in the studio? No, not at all. And Delia, I'm going to throw you a a problem. (laughs) So glad we're entertaining you. So uh, a nice nice news report here. You're reporting in the field, Delia, from wherever Ben sends you. And your problem is that someone blew out a candle. 
So that's the news report, I should say. That's the, the breaking news is someone has blown out a candle. And that's why I won't bite my nails anymore, but don't go asking my wife about it. <laughs> it's been a long week. We've got an urgent report, breaking news. Our field reporter, Delia, is somewhere in Hampshire Fields, and apparently the light is out. Delia, can you report? Reporting live from Hampshire Fields. It is Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> And and the candle has just been blown out. (laughs) It was the one candle in the in the entire city. (laughs) Oh goodness. So it's a complete blackout. You would not believe. And Christmas Eve is supposed to be so joyful with all the families. (laughs) Is there are there are there children crying? (laughs) Every single child is crying. Oh heavens. (laughs) What is there anything you can tell us about? Uh, what they plan to do about relighting the candle. There are no matches for miles. I really am not sure. (sighs) You're the only light there. It looks so pitch black behind you. I know. We're trying to call in the cavemen. Uh, Where where, where are they? (laughs) They're coming around the bend, but they know how to create fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Missy, I'm trying to find my way. Santa? Why, yes, but I can't see where the houses are to deliver any of the presents. I guess I'll just have to be on my way and and return next Christmas. Don't forget oh. about us in Hampshire Wait, can, Fields! Can you ask Santa a question? Can, is he still there? <laughs> Santa's still hey there, here. He's boy. about to leave. Delia, can you ask Santa Wait, how... Wait, it's that you, Ben. You've been a bad boy this year. <laughs> Delia, can you ask Santa about... Every th- every child he's visited so far, and 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 let him know that I know I've not been a bad boy. <gasps> you I've didn't been a very good g- boy. I'm not biting my nails anymore. You didn't get your gift. No, I didn't get my gift. Just Cole. Well, yes, just Cole. Oh, oh you've been a bad little girl too, haven't you? <laughs> Can we confirm that this is really Santa Claus? <gasps> no, it's me, Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> It's that guy that drinks by the lake. Teddy, get out of here. Oh, God. Uh, I know too many people in too many places. All right, Delia, can you report it? Is there any hope? Do we have any any new news? Anything? I think I see a bright, very distant light. <gasps> Someone is coming to save us. The people from the next town. Delia, Delia, I think we can get her heart started. Start CPR. I think she may be seeing a light. <laughs> Come with us. Don't leave. Stay here. Don't leave. Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Run to the light, Carolyn. Merry Christmas as I get some. Oh, my gosh. This is the craziest, weirdest nightmare we've ever woken up from. (laughs) That was great. Thank you very much. That was lots of fun. Woo! Best line is the caveman are coming. Why? (laughs) Because they know how to start fire. Thank you. Awesome. That was great. Well done. Well done. I love how you just power through. You're laughing and you just like power through. Very, very nice. That is the eh, news. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's all Delia all day. Right to this. If Colin Mockery, Cindy Lauper, and Scooby Doo all had a baby together, that's pretty much this program. On its best day, this is Funny People Talking.
Welcome back to Funny People Talking. It's Ben Rose to my right, and it's Delia Folk right in front of me. Delia, let's start with this as we kind of fold open your life and your career and all the things that are important to you. And yes. for some reason, I'm talking in a British accent. It's I don't right. know why. It seems to make the interview more important. I would love a sponsor. This too. is the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this and, is BBC. Exactly. As opposed to... Uh, BBC 2 or 3. <laughs> Hold on. I think there's people breaking into the studio. Hello there. Hello. Can I say something? Yeah. Hey, hey Billy. Yeah. This is a nice studio, the BBC. Oh, I think it's very nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, look, that's very clean over there. I think we could play me a 45 over there. I think and, you're right. And break it into little pieces. We'll throw it everywhere. It'll oh, be it's very popular. Violent words. <laughs> it's me, Mickey. It's me, Billy. Together with Mickey and Billy. Listen to us on 103.9. Sailboats. Yes. <laughs> anyway... Back to Delia. Boy, that was stream of consciousness. I was going to say, very disconcerting for somebody. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry for doing that to all of you, but with Ben back in the studio, to me, every once in a while, we're returning to some of our old characters that we used to do yeah. uh, or old bits we used to do when we did a show together. So thank you for indulging us if you're still here. Yeah, I mean, I hope uh, you like what I we're know. doing. Jeez. So Delia, all kidding aside. All kidding aside. All Those kidding bits. aside. Yes. We've put it aside. It's to the side. Now I look ahead. Tooth aside. The kidding's not there. But Delia is. Tooth aside. Kill your teeth. And we're sober. <laughs> Delia, okay. So you are a fashion consultant, um, and that is the way I've sized you up in the most simplistic of ways. Tell us what it is you really do. And I often like to start with a, a, a question that's along the lines of, how close is this to what you wanted to do when you grew up? Very interesting. Well, I grew up in Alabama, and so I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Now, what does growing up in Alabama have to do with not wanting to do know what no. you want to do in your life? Well, because you're very far removed oh. from New York City. So how oh. did I get here? That's true. How did you get here? Paragliding? <laughs> no, I flew on a plane. Okay. <laughs> So I decided what I, that I wanted to move to New York and work in fashion. And so I interned at Versace and then – Wow. Fabulous. By the way, I interned at Versace. Like that just happens. Right. That doesn't just happen. I, I, I how, how, at Versace too. <gasps> did not. All right, fine. Okay. I didn't. It doesn't just happen, Ben. So, how, can you just back up for a second? You don't just like live in Alabama and the next day you're interning at Versace. That's that's quite an accomplishment, actually. How did that end up happening? Thank you for saying that. Well, if you don't know, I'm very type A okay. and regimented. So I learned, I had a meeting with someone who worked in the fashion industry, and they said, if you want to work in fashion, these are the things that you can do. I knew nothing. I didn't even know what Women's Wear Daily was. Mm -hmm. And so I did, that was sophomore spring. I did all of those things, and it was networking and cold calling. I would literally pick up the phone and Google, well, first I would Google product headquarters New York, and I would call them. And either they would hang up or they would tell me or, yeah, or they would tell me the email or connect me to the person. So it was just literally seeing who would talk to me. I would talk to anyone. It was a lot of large numbers. Eventually, you're going to have someone that says yes. Exactly. So then I 
came up here on spring break and had interviews and from there chose Versace because I thought I wanted to work in a showroom for a brand and understand the inspiration behind the collection, mm -hmm. Donatella Versace in this case, and then translate that into sales. So it was literally, I mean, I knew one person in the fashion industry. So how, how does Delia Alabama Versace happen? It was mm -hmm. just a lot of putting myself out there constantly, seeing who, whatever connection I could come up with. Hey, success, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, opportunity is hard work meets good luck. Is that what it is? Something like that? Probably. So you put the hard work in and you ran across some good luck and put yourself in the right place. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So then I started at Barney's on the buying team after I graduated, which wow. again, all of senior year after coming back from Versace, continued to network because what does it mean to work in fashion? Besides being a fashion designer and editor, I had no idea that there were all these other jobs and mm -hmm. how was I going to find out what does it look like to be a buyer versus work in marketing or PR or all these different things. So I literally would just, I had my questions that I would ask on the phone calls if someone would talk to me or if they would have coffee with me. And so the two plus years of networking, when I finally was going to move here, I sent out an email to everyone and said, if there's a job at your company or at a friend's company. So my resume was forwarded very quickly to the Barney's team and I started within a week, but it didn't just happen within a week. It happened. There was a lot of preparation and groundwork before. So I was in beauty, ready to wear and jewelry at Barney's on the buying team, which was beyond. Wow. -wee. So so once that happened, there came a point when you weren't on the buying team anymore. So how far in your advancement at Barney's had you gone before that stint ended? How did From coming in and that first day to when you left, how much advancement had you made or what kind of experience had you been able to gain? So much experience. It's incredible. And also getting to work with the three different departments. Mm -hmm. They're such different businesses. So I was beauty, ready to wear, and then jewelry. And jewelry was kind of a mix between beauty and ready to wear, mm -hmm. which was very interesting. And so I got to – I was associate buyer on the buying team, and I was there for four years. And then in the midst of that, mom and I were both, we each started our own blogs. And then in April 2018, we combined and brought them to life via video and podcast. So before you continue on that, let's talk about your mom for two seconds, just for context. So what does your mom do? She is a personal wardrobe consultant or stylist. In Alabama? In Alabama, but she has clients nationally. I gotcha. How, how did she end up with clients nationally working out of Alabama? Exactly. So word of mouth, uh -huh. it's in-person is preferred, but virtual is can also work. So she comes up here to New York, so she has a lot okay. of clients, and it's because people have family or friends in other places. So she will work with them in Alabama, and they'll say, oh, well, my sister lives in D.C. Could you work with her? Or maybe they would see a magazine advertisement. So that's how they would probably find out about mom and then contact her. Or Instagram now. People find her on Instagram. Like she has a recent client in California and they found her through Instagram or YouTube. Mm -hmm. People are finding us through YouTube. So it's kind of putting out all these messages to the world that this is what we're doing. And it comes back in all these different ways. So so now you've got all these media pieces that you've launched. Some are newer than others. What's the ultimate goal with this 
media empire that you're building how does that play into the larger vision that you and your mom have together and is the vision for you and your mom to build a business together that that's what your career is is that business right so i left barney's last september and we went to fashion month and why did you leave barney's because I wanted to go to Fashion Month and I couldn't travel for a month and stay there. That's a big – that must have been a big decision. Yes. Were they surprised to hear that you were leaving? Yes. I mean it was very bittersweet. It was terrible. You know, they are like, this is such a great opportunity. How can you leave this job? This is everyone's dream job. But it was – time for me to fly my wings because I didn't want to just be a buyer. I wanted mm-hmm. to be an editor and work in tech and and do all of these things. Mm-hmm. So we the goal of our content is to inform, inspire, and entertain. So we're not ever putting out content just to say, oh, I have a fabulous life. Look at me like my photo. It really is about, since we have this end to the fashion and the art space that can be opaque, exclusive industries, we're pulling back the curtain and saying, come Come with us so mm-hmm. you can be inspired or learn something new, et cetera. So based on our expertise and relationships, we use YouTube or podcasts to either introduce the audience to emerging brands or we do a lot of runway to reality. So understanding, okay, this is the whole holistic worldview of what just happened at Fashion Month, but how can a normal person wear mm-hmm. these trends the it's a very small percentage of people that actually wear what's on the runway right. or even the beauty. How do you interpret that look and make it kind of pare it down for everyday life? Very cool. What's the biggest takeaway you've gotten out of where you've gotten so far? Oh, my goodness. Of being an entrepreneur? Yeah. Or? Yeah. There's a lot of discipline, a lot of structure and integrity goes along with what you're doing. And I say that as someone who's built a business. Mark, you know that just better than anybody. What have you taken away from it? And if someone's listening to you right now and really liking what you're saying. Do you mean like she's in a thought leadership position now? What is the one thing that you'd want to – that you've learned along the way that you'd want them to be able to – Yeah. Like what – what? I don't mean to rephrase you. I'm just trying to understand what you're trying to get at. When you look in the mirror at this point in your life and where you are and what do you think about as far as what it took to get here? So much – hard work. So much work goes into it. I think about a lot of times the people who are overnight successes in quotation marks and Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, well, this has been 10 years in the making. So I think that it's interesting. We've crunched a lot into a small amount of time. We have a lot more to go. So when I look in the mirror, I am excited because Mm -hmm. we actually are making a difference in people's lives. People tell us all the time that they're either inspired to do something or they learned about something and then they went and bought the eyeliner or whatever it was. So... So it's just knowing that we have so much more that we're going to accomplish that no one can totally understand yet, but that they'll just kind of be watching and come along for the ride. So what has happened since you moved to New York City that has the, been the biggest New York City experience for you? What's happened that made you go, wow, this place is weird? <laughs> weird? Or what's made you come here and go, my God, this place is amazing. And I'm not talking about the business. I'm talking about just New York City. So many moments. I mean, just finding myself in these places and looking around at the people that I have grown up admiring and seeing being amongst those people now that we're in the fashion space or the art space, getting to go to the Met Tripolitan Museum of Art after hours. 
Dindurs and going to a gala in the Temple of Dindur, just kind of taking a moment to recognize what's happening around. Like you do get so used to the life that you have, like you're in those moments, you go, I am someone else's dream. Right. Right now. I have additional steps I'm looking at. We often have talked on about this on this show. We've talked about the rungs of a ladder. Then mm-hmm. and, and you, you go like you, – you look and you say, wow, if I ever got to that rung, how amazing would that be? Mm-hmm. I get that job. I get that kind of gig. Right. I get that opportunity. And then you get there. You go, oh, I'm here. And then you kind of get used to it after a while. And it's still really cool. But you kind of get used to it. And that becomes commonplace. And then you look at me and say – Look at that ring up there. Yeah. Look at that ring. I love, what if I got there? And then that's really cool. And and so so I understand that feeling of kind of like you thought about being here and you're like, oh, what if I could live there? What if I could meet this person? What if I can do that? And then you're there and you're like, you work at Barney's. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. But there was a time where you were that – you work at Barney's person, right? Right. Okay. So what's your next rung? Not what are you building next because I know you're working on media pieces. What's the next rung? What is the next thing you go, oh, what if I could do that? In that scary voice. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I think being an entrepreneur, it's very interesting because, well, I guess even just going through life, like you have this layer. This is your comfortable layer. This is what you grew up of in. Of course. Of course. And then all of a sudden you kind of stretch a little bit and this idea pops in your head. And then it's like, oh, I never thought of that. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just kind of – that just keeps happening. So the next thing I think is – to continue growing the audience so that we can share the message and more and more people can can be helped, inspired, entertained, and informed. Hmm. Is that to answer the question? Well, I, I mean, any answer is fine. There's yeah. no answer I'm going for. But, w- but just to clarify my question in case there is a different answer that you yeah. want to have, I'm fine with what you said, is I'm saying, okay, so this is what you're working on now. But you're still right. a very young person. Right. In terms of the spectrum of how long people live and have careers. So is there something else you're also thinking like someday I want to build an apparel brand? That's my next leap or or you know, I want to have offices coastal, by coastal all over the, the country. I I I need to be I want to be on the lecture circuit. I want to be the person my goal is to be that person when I go to those big fashion conferences. I'm one of the people that everyone else is watching. So therefore, that's that next rung. And I'm aiming for that. It's not just a wouldn't that be cool, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to build that and make that happen. I'm making that up. But I'm saying, is, is there something like that, that that the the media thing that you're building, for example, is to get you there? It's all of those things. It's definitely – I think – but the, it will all live under the style that binds us. So mm-hmm. I – came up with the fact that we've created a fashion ecosystem. So that's where we have the consulting, we have live events, we have the media. Mm-hmm. Maybe there will we'll create an apparel brand or whatever it is. So all of that lives under the style that binds us. So being a thought leader and speaking at conferences and books and lots of different yeah. things are definitely in the future. Great. Close. Good. I have one more question uh, that that I feel compelled to ask you on this show. It is funny people talking. And that is, how does humor connect with the things that you're doing? How do you employ humor? How do you need humor, you, in your work that you do, 
and and I mean beyond the idea that like if I don't get to laugh at every day, you know, if I can't laugh at myself, or is there a more strategic way that you deploy humor in the things that you're doing to add to your success? In what way does it play a part? Well, hopefully, I will laugh every day. I life is hard in general with the ups and downs and adding entrepreneur into that is a whole other level. And so one of the things that we try to do with the style that binds us content is to provide that escape and say life is serious, of course, but it can also be lighthearted and and fun. So let's talk about the things that we go through as a human, but let's get through it together so mm-hmm. we don't feel that we are alone or different. So, I mean, I'm constantly laughing. At, when I listen to my podcast, Walking Around the City, I'll just burst out laughing and people <laughs> probably think that... At your own podcast? Well, no, well, not my oh. podcast podcast just listen listening to other podcasts anything people say funny things and especially when you're an entrepreneur you're or i guess any work you can you're just so focused Mm -hmm. so then i you're like a little delirious and stir crazy sometimes when you're walking around so i feel like humor i don't necessarily try to be funny but we definitely want to make sure it's fashion so we're not i'm not a doctor and saving lives but we are definitely providing that dose of hopefully whatever it is you need that day you know it's interesting because you think humor the base of humor working i think is that there's an unexpected turn Mm -hmm. it's it's really where joke goes where you didn't expect it to go that's what makes it funny that's what triggers that that involuntary response of in us often right so i'm wondering if fashion how do you think fashion has an, a parallel to that in you're trying to go somewhere with fashion that someone didn't see coming and and that's part of what catches people's attention? If you look at a lot of fashion shows, mo- most of the clothes that are displayed in fashion runway shows are not clothes you're going to see out on the rack. They're designed to catch your attention and to explain the ethos of who that designer is and how they think and how they're what they're thinking about the next season's line conceptually, right? As well as to entertain and 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 just show what's possible for you to put together, right? But so much of that stuff is funny. There's a lot of stuff that you, you can't help but laugh at and go, "You got you're not serious about this, right?" It, it's intended to be absurd, right? Um, which is artful in many cases, right? So how can people connect with you and follow you and the things that you're doing? So you can visit our website, thestylethatbindsus.com. And there's at thestylethatbindsus on Instagram and at Delia Folk. And my mom is at Allison Brown. Shout out to Allison. And, uh, and I'll tell you, I think Delia is someone that you might want to know. So you should reach out to her, whether you're in fashion or not. It's always great to know new people. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations to both you and your mom on everything you've been building. I think you have a really bright road ahead of you. Thank you for saying that. So do y'all. This is so fun. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And then we're back. More more Delia and End of Show Food right after this. Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? 
Thank you. Okay, so Delia, it is the end of the show. That means it's time for end of show food. End of show food. Now, since Elsie is not here today, thank you, Ben. Since Elsie is not here with us, I have still kept, uh, out of respect to Elsie, the tradition alive. Thank you. Normally what happens is Elsie scours the, the countryside. She goes from store to store. She goes to uh, online and brick-and-mortar places and catalogs, and you never know what she's going to find. We've had food from Australia even here. You never know what you're going to have on this show. So I decided to choose something interesting as well and the way that it goes and you may know this from hearing the show we describe what the food is then we each taste it and then we rate it a scale of chickens so you can choose how many chickens your own rating scale is and be honest and if you want more you can have more and that's it so our snack today drum roll please is <laughs> thank you outstanding is the gluten-free GFB bites, ridiculously tasty. Wait, I have to. I have to do this in a more <laughs> announcement yeah, way. Yeah. I think I have to. The gluten-free bites, GFB, deliciously tasty protein-packed snacks, chocolate cherry almond. They are gluten-free, certified vegan, non-GMO verified, soy-free, and certified. B Corporation. No, that just has to do with the company. <laughs> and it says, antioxidant-rich Montgomery cherries, premium dark chocolate, and toasted California almonds are everything you want in a protein-packed make its goodness. promises made. Free from artificial ingredients and sweeteners. How's that? It's <gasps> good. Cherries from Montgomery? That's in Alabama. <gasps> really? How perfect. Oh, my I could not God. have chosen better. No. Way to get I work. have chosen wisely. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, all right, here we go. A gracious. Do you know that reference? That's from, it's not from uh, Merlin, is it? No, it's from um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Uh, when one of the knights, right? He chooses. He, he gets the um, the chalice from the 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 uh, the Grail, the Holy Grail, right? And the and he goes up and he chooses the the right cup, mm-hmm. and the the knight turns and goes. You have chosen wisely. Because the person before that died when they chose the wrong one, you have chosen poorly. But this was wisely. So here we go. So we've got pad for a bit here, Ben, as I pass these out. All right. All right. Now, I'm going to give you a play-by-play here. Mark's got the bag in his hand. It's opened, and he's reaching for his hair now, and he's slowly walking, slowly walking and engaging. Oh, me first? (laughs) Mark has just thrown out the gauntlet and put me, a man, in front of a woman. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, is that the, the Gentile thing to do, sir? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> and now Mark has grabbed his headphones. <laughs> Maybe I want to see if they, like... Dissolved your hands before I put it in her hands. So that, I was being considerate. I'm like the test dummy for this. this. Okay. All right. So are you ready? Here we go with our really... GFB gluten-free bites. One, two, three, go. They are very 
cherry e. Mine's really cherry. Mm. Wow. Hmm. These are not bad. I think they're not bad. A lot of cherry. You know what's funny? These make me think of those little um um, um almond rocka things. The candy? Yeah, like the little yeah. candies like you get at Christmas time or yeah. whatever. Ferrero Rocher? Yes. The thing I can't um, yeah. um pronounce. <laughs> and the ones and honestly I always like, man, these are cheap. I don't like those. This is like a better version of that to me. Way healthier. This is really good actually. I like this. Yeah. And it's protein packed. What's the protein? Oh no. And gluten free, vegan. Can I can I another one? Well, probably. <laughs> All right. So save me got, one save me one for the wife, would you? Absolutely. What did you want to know? Protein content? Mm, 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 mm-hmm. Our protein content. Mm. Ooh. Our protein content for two bites is only four grams. Mm. That's pretty low. Our carbs are thirteen, which isn't bad. Sugar six, four and a half for fat. This is for two. It's 100 calories. You know, everyone's so focused on calories. Mm. It's not what you need to focus on. It's the fat and the salt, right? It's sugar, carbs, and you should not be having salt. But yes, salt. But it's really sugar and carbs yeah. that you really need to pay attention to. Yeah. And this isn't terrible. You know, you'd be proud of me, by the way. Even though I have things with salt in them, Yeah. I have not added salt to my food in 30 years. Wow. I've never added salt. I've never put salt on my food. I've never done that. Have you? Rarely. I mean, I'm not yeah. judging. I'm just saying I just don't I ever do Clearly, it. Clearly, I'm a jerk. I'm judging. <laughs> Total jerk. I am. Dealey, do you care for another you want one? Another one? Oh, sure, of course. Well, I'm. I'm. All right. So let's uh, rate these. Ben, how many chickens do you give this on a scale of what? I'm gonna go ahead and give this seven chickens. And why only seven? Because we're kind of lacking on the protein here. Okay, they could so easily have shoved some protein into this. So these are seven not... out of what? Oh, seven out of ten chickens. Okay, I think that's being a little generous, to be honest with you. It says protein packed. See, that's a lie. It's not protein packed. <gasps> it's just protein. Yeah, and ain't packed. Well, it didn't say it was packed full. It just said it was packed. That's like putting one sock in a suitcase. <laughs> didn't say it was packed full. <laughs> I packed. Too, Mark, touche. Okay. <laughs> Did you want another one? No, I'm going to save one for the wife. Okay, there's a few. Oh, so, well, do you want one more? Oh, I'm good. There's three in here. You Same can have one. Else. I could have one. Same for Elsie. She picked them out. I'm sure Heather's going to want one, too. Yeah. There you go. All right. That is it for our... Oh, I didn't I didn't give you a chance to rate. I'm so sorry. So, Delia, how many... Uh... <laughs> the most important vote. <laughs> I, damn it. Um, I would like to point out I have not voted yet. Anyway, so, Delia... We're coming to that. I know. Delia, how many chickens? 28 out of 32. Oh, nice. What are the deductions for? Oh, really? The deductions, I really like chocolate, but it was a little too much. It was very cherry, mm-hmm. like y'all were saying. It wasn't mm-hmm. as much chocolate. Mm-hmm. It didn't really taste like a dessert. Mm-hmm. I guess more of like a healthy snack. Yeah, agreed. And I agree. You would have to eat so many of them to be full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Ugh. I know. I would give it, in honor of Elsie, mm-hmm. I would give it 64 out of 72. She always uses 72 as a rating system. 64 chickens. Uh, And and my deductions are simply that – so the 64 are – the the gain, the Mm -hmm. points, are because it was way better than I expected, honestly. It was surpassed my expectations fully. And I would like to point out that considering this is gluten-free and vegan and it still tasted that good, was – 
pretty high marks for me. Yeah. And there was protein in it. So, you know, and I mean, so that, and probably most of that protein is from the nuts on it, I would imagine. Yeah. But that said, my deductions were, I felt like the taste was a 64 out of 72. Like I wanted just some, some other little burst there. Like it was just, just yeah. shy of being amazing. Yeah. So. If just a little flat. But I, but like if I, if I was, if I was on a trip, I went into a gas station, and in the gas station, these things were hanging on the rack. That's what I would grab for the trip. More than like a bag of cashews. I, I'm going by desire. Like I can't go okay. get a bag of cashews, right? Because cashews are too oily for me. But a bag of okay. almonds, I would get because that. that's got like traction. Yeah, but none of this fills you up. No, like, I'm just saying. Like I can fill up on almonds. Oh man, like a bag of almonds—that's nothing. I gotta eat. I'm, I put almonds on my cereal. I'm not vegan by any stretch, but and I eat a lot of meat, chicken, just chicken. I feel so judged right now. No, you can eat chicken. <laughs> um, I'm not like the best way to ever hear you can eat chicken. <laughs> like that—that that accent is great. I want to point out she's vegan, but she's wearing snake boots. Vegetarian. Okay. Sorry, vegetarian. Okay. Sorry. Let's clarify. Yes. Uh, by the okay. way, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just kidding around. I know. Go ahead, it's though. Very, Defend it's yourself. It's a sensitive topic for everyone. Is it really? For a lot of people. Tell, tell me. Tell me well, why. I just don't I didn't like... mean to be insensitive. It's not oh, sure insensitive to me, but it's just that the taste, texture, and smell of me, I do not prefer. Oh, I was not making fun of being... No. I was, <laughs> I was talking <laughs> about the irony. I know. It's very ironic. And that's the it. fur I, and everything. That's and, it. I wasn't, I wasn't judging the being a vegetarian. But I wasn't a vegetarian because... Because of animal rights, even though I'm happy that that is included. Yeah. Yes, I agree. You know, I was ve- I was vegan, vegan for six months. Oh, how did that uh, go? Years ago. Great. I felt great. I lost weight. This was years before I moved to New York. I lost weight. I felt great. And then right at about five months or so, I started petering out. And and it, it, there was the social impact of all these like business dinners and stuff I went and everyone else was getting all of these steaks like you go to like a like mm. a business function and everyone's getting prime rib and all that stuff and then they bring you like a mushroom mm-hmm. you're like i'm hungry i'm still hungry i don't need less food i just need <laughs> different food yeah. okay and then uh that should be like the the vegan association like like <laughs> like or vegetarian associations like motto i don't need less food i just need different food anyway and then and you will certainly understand this uh ben and as a nutritionist and fitness coach and everything that I had not educated myself on what you needed to do to be healthy as a vegan. Mm-hmm. I just stopped mm-hmm. consuming things that I w- that would have led to that. Right. So consequently, I wasn't taking extra iron in. I wasn't taking any supplements. I didn't find foods that could give me those things instead. Yeah, iron's a big one. And my body was screaming for iron and screaming for those things. So I started to literally crave meat. Yeah. And that was my body's, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe very strongly in cravings are often your body's way of communicating to you yeah. that you need certain things. Even if these things don't seem like they'd be healthy, there's something about them that's telling you it's a signal that you, you need, need something, right? Yeah. I believe that truly. Absolutely. So so anyway, so I caved and then I haven't been vegan since. But I did – and it's funny. I tried. I was like, let me see what happens for a week. Then it was two weeks. I was like, well, I went too. I can go a month. And then it was a month. And I'm like, well, let me see how far I can go. It was never like I'm going to be vegan now. Right. I went as long as I could. That's, that's so awesome. So I respect, mad respect for it. I, I, I failed. 
So, no, no, no. It's good to challenge yourself and discipline yourself. Yeah. It's good. It's healthy. But that's cool that you're a vegetarian. That's really, really awesome. Do you like fish? or? I've started to eat fish mm-hmm. particular about it, but mm-hmm. I'll eat like grilled salmon because mm-hmm. of the omegas. Mm-hmm. So That's cool. That's cool. So I'm sorry. I didn't make you. I hope I didn't make you feel uncomfortable. No, no, like, definitely not. It's just a juxtaposition that some activists probably would not. Oh yeah, I wasn't with. even like being judgmental about it. it was yeah. no, no point there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. So I know so many, so many people I know are my friends are vegetarian yeah, or vegan. Too. I mean, it's just a reality of even being in the fashion world and beauty and all. That's just who those. So many people are just that way. So, and more and more, there's more pressure now out there to do this with mm. with i mean look i'll tell you a story recently i interviewed the chief operating officer of papaya king the the one of the the hot dog you know that you got one like near the west village well there's papaya king and chelsea <laughs> papaya and grace I've, I've papaya seen it. I've seen oh it, yeah. there's a whole bunch it's of like the, very bright whole it's bunch of different ones. right okay so anyway the point is that they are making a move to start introducing pressed juices and healthier options because they are two things. One is – I'm just using them as an example. This is for 86 years. They've been selling hot dogs and Hawaiian drinks, papaya mm. and stuff, right? Mm. After 86 years, they're starting – and they have a loyal following. They don't need to change anything. They have customers. They're realizing what people are wanting and calling for. The next generation is calling for these things. They are realizing the impact that meat is having on the ecology. Mm. They're, they say, well, we can't just stop doing it. We have no business. We have responsibility to continue on. That's our business. But what can we do to add in the realities of the world and pay attention to the vegans and the vegetarians and the people that are trying to eat healthier and, and so forth? So Delia Folk. Thank you so much for joining us and taking some of your evening, your busy, busy week to be with us here. I hope you had a lot of fun. I did. Thank you for having me. It was great to meet you. Well, I met you before, but it's great to get to know you better. Great to meet you. Yes. Fine. Thanks for taking up the slack there, Ben. I appreciate it, my friend. Ben Rose. Mark. What a pleasure to have you in the studio. I just love hanging out with you. Thanks a lot, man. And uh, Miss Danielle, Miss Elsie, but I'm glad Ben was here. That is it for this episode of Funny People Talking. Uh, and a good one it was. Boy, we were just all over the map on this one, weren't we? So, uh, and it's the best of ways. Until next time, everybody, we really appreciate you listening. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay funny. Don't give us that look. We know exactly what we're doing. And we're totally aware it might not be entirely legal in 19 states. This is Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.